right, gentlemen. Start your engines. I'm here, man. Start your engines. Dr. Levin, Dr. Levin took a, a brief break, I think, but I, I definitely want to talk to you, both of you all, because we were going in that direction. I know it, of the negative effects of branding. And definitely want yeah. to hit on the points of, you know, once people have, because let's, let's be honest, we're, we're human, we all make mistakes, and someone may be out there and they think that they know themselves. They think that they have defined themselves and they are definite that they have established an image and a brand, but then a little down the line they realize this isn't truly me. So I definitely right. want to dive into the topic of, you know, Rebranding. I mean, it's it's a thing. It's a it's, it. a it's it's a it's a thing for a reason. You know, let, let, let let's it. talk about it. Let's talk about it. Go ahead. Listen, listen, man. Corporations do it all the time, right? So you, you take BP. You you had the uh, the the huge disaster that BP, uh, Shell, and others were involved with. They were able to rebrand. They, you know, they wanted to be more eco friendly, more environmental friendly, and they were able to do such. But they got the opportunity to do it. A lot of people don't get the opportunity, but see, they have a huge PR machine. Um, you have you have large banks who just 10 years ago, I mean, I worked in this sector just 10 years ago, you know, one of the uh, greatest events of recent times. People are far removed from that mentally for the most part. But then you think about personal brands and people. You know, I talked about the fact that you you walk into corporate America, you know, you're maybe 22, 23 years old. If you didn't attend grad school, you are very, very, you know, malleable at that point where you can be shaped, molded, formed, what have you. You haven't really Naivety. figured out. Naivety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, say that. You know, say, say, say that too. You haven't really figured out who you are. When it When it comes to that, I think that we give a lot of latitude to folks in the corporate arena, but we also have to, you know, take a look at individuals who may not be in the corporate landscape. You know, you take someone who could be growing up in an impoverished area who has made some poor decisions on the way to trying to get to a better place. I think we all have suffered from making, you know, less than great decisions. And we've, done better because of our experiences. You know, there's a quote that says experience is the most expensive teacher. And I'm here to tell you that I paid her a lot. And she is. She's expensive. But you grow and you learn from it. Um, man, case in point, this is weighing on me. Like, I, I read about the, uh, the situation with, with Nipsey Hussle or what have you. You know, by all accounts, you know, he's a, a He's admitted that, hey, you know, I've grown up in Compton and I've had gang affiliations. I have had that. And he's openly stated that, you know, at the time that I was affiliated with said circumstance, this is a byproduct of me really being ingrained into a certain type of culture, whether that be, um, you know, from music or environment or what have you. But as my ability to impact people changed, my influence changed, and my resources changed. I wanted to have a positive impact. And he was doing that. I mean, you're talking about a brother who started science and technology schools. Now, I can't speak for things that I don't know um, from a from a personal standpoint, 
I'm just speaking about the things that I do know. Documentaries, financial empowerment, um, giving people jobs. Real you estate. Know, he was, exactly, real estate development. Um, Brit providing a gap between the inner city and Silicon Valley. I mean, keeping, essentially, for all intents and purposes, I'm going to keep people from kicking your door in, holding you at gunpoint because I'm giving them jobs. These are the same people that would otherwise been standing on a corner doing something else. So I have to I have to commend him for being a visionary from the simple standpoint of understanding that he wanted to change his brand. He did change his brand. He rebranded himself. And he became affiliated with things that were culturally transcendent. And when you do those types of things, the same way I talked about, hey, if you're going to walk in corporate America and say, hey, I'm going to push back on this timeline. I may need a couple extra days if you want time, accuracy, or whatever. You can become a target. Well, you can also become a target even if you're not in corporate America. If you can positively impact change and it goes against the superstructure that's set in place, you you have to you have to play chess. And what's happened to this young man is extremely unfortunate. But I do not think it's a coincidence. Most definitely. And Dr. Levin kinda alluded to it in the in the main show about, you know, we're in a cancel culture. <laughs> right. And we definitely can't gloss over the fact of, you know, how how hard it is to overcome, you know, in the in the sense of image and branding, if you do something that's considered off brand or non authentic, mm-hmm. how hard it is to rebound from that. But in the same sense, if somebody's doing if they've created a brand and they decide in themselves that this is not my brand, how hard it is to simply rebrand. Not even in the cases of I've done something off brand so I need to adjust. It's just, you know, I need to I need to rebrand. Because what the old me is not that anymore. I need something new. And how hard it is to do that. And we've seen it in cases, you know, in, in cases across the board, personally and professionally, to where, you know, you've got a coworker that is, you know, pomp and circumstance at all times. And then all of a sudden one day they've, they've changed. They've, they've, they've chilled out in a sense. They've, they popped the chill pill and now they're laid back and more, more of a people person. And it's kind of <laughs> off-putting. Right. It's, it, it, in a lot of cases, it's, it's off-putting because everybody's not used to it. Because it's like, hey, for three, four years, we've been working together. You've been this way. And then all of a sudden today, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And you, so you get the pushback and the pressure of, you know, rebranding. Not in, in, Like I said, not even in the case of, you know, something something went wrong. What brought about this change? So it's almost that, that balance of like, hey, you need a reason to rebrand. You can't just rebrand, you know, arbitrarily. There has to been there has to have been something wrong, something took place for this to happen, not just merely a a self like like you said, a SWOT analysis and a self introspective look at, you know, like, hey, maybe this ain't my brand, maybe this ain't my image. This right. is possibly not what I want to exude. Well Dr. Loving is back, so I'll definitely want him to pick up yeah, um, So so in in terms of and, and and I'm just gonna say it, man. In terms of uh, this whole gang banging thing, man. I'm I'm from the south side of Chicago. All right, that's that's where I'm from. I you know we 
between the, the south side and for a while we were in the south suburbs and I bought my own house on the south side of Chicago too. So I've been around this whole thing for a while. And when we talk about the stakes of the image and uh, that you that you set for yourself and the branding that you do, understand that it can be a matter of life and death. When you are out here um, as, as a part of a, a certain organizations, criminal organizations, um, let's face it, at any point in time, now you become a target of the police, okay, and also of or, of a rival organization. And I and I don't think that we can, you know, that we can overemphasize the importance of making sure, you know, people make these decisions at very young ages under immense pressure, and they end up saying, "These are the folks around me. I love these individuals. They provided for me and shown me love." And so these are people who I will affiliate in this certain type of way. Well, understand that those affiliations are also putting you in line with activities that have done, have uh have been um have been done in the past that might have cost somebody else in a rival organization their life. And once blood has been spilt, the same way I talk about people being more important than things and um and in, in, in other ways they, they are in terms of what happens when you talk about um gang life and affiliation. Okay? So now you wearing the the colors of a group of individuals who's taken the life of another individual that people in a rival group um, loved and cherished. Whether you had something to do with it or not, now your image and your branding is consistent with an individual that that person is willing to, to deprive of life, all right, that they're willing to come and find you and kill you. So the stakes associated with this whole thing are extraordinarily high. In the corporate world, in terms of rebranding yourself, yeah, you can start to to be on time and show people the things that you've done and be positive. When it comes to certain types of of images and, and past, it's far more difficult to escape it. So you can do a lot of very positive things, but there, if, if if individuals are associating you with a group of folks who killed their cousin. There's no amount of positive financial development that you can bring to the community that's going to bring back that person that they lost. Okay? Well, let's, 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 let's get real about it because you bring up a pertinent point, which we can tie into initially what I was saying about the rebranding. We've got people that have, like DJ said, we've got people that have acknowledged a past branding effort Mm-hmm. and have now evolved and decided I need a rebranding and still the negative effects of past branding can always catch up to you. Yeah. And just, yeah. The, you know, just, it's, I mean, it's, it, 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 even corporate, corporate, like we, we, we got companies like Wells Fargo that have gone through the whole data breach and the, that data breaches a couple of times. And they've also had, um, the the not not necessarily a scandal, but we'll call it a scandal where they were opening up the false the false accounts for people and all of that thing. And meanwhile, this company's been around for hundreds of years, literally. So they've gone through branding changes before, and so I'm pretty sure this isn't the first nor the last time that something negative has happened to them 
where they've done rebranding as terms of I'm just rebranding, and then they've had to do a sort of rebranding because of you know negative things that have happened that were non-authentic and not on brand. And now they're doing a lot of things to basically keep people and to bring people back in and bring new people in. But there are there's going to always be a group or a subset of people who are never going to forget uh-huh. what happened before. They they're just not. And we could talk about that in in a very personal way where you know, we're all married, you know, we're all in personal relationships, we all have personal relationships with our wives and people in our circles and things of that nature. I don't think we have to go this far. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't think we I don't think we have to go this far. I mean, uh, I think we're... No, 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 no. It's important important that Destin himself talk about these things. Let's be be real. There are are efforts to rebrand yourself personally to say, hey, (laughs) I won't do that again. But we all know well that that point can always make its way back into conversation. Yeah. That's facts, man. You mean exactly. so? Uh, what Arthur is specifically talking about is him getting in trouble at my wedding. But we'll <laughs> we'll digress from that. Look, look. look so, <laughs> I've got I've got several examples. And, and, <laughs> we so, all, and so do we all have so several I. examples right. of this. And so do I. But you know, let me let me speak at a high level about what you were talking about. Uh, I won't I won't make Wells Fargo the scapegoat, right? But what I will say is this. One of the things that allows large corporations to rebrand and rebrand quickly is the scope that they have and the convenience that they provide, the service and convenience that they provide. So number one, in order to have that type of scale, you have to have a product that is, you know, obviously widely consumed and also respected. Almost almost a commodity. It, it, It is. And so what happens is you're a lot more forgiving in certain situations than you would be in others. So we're talking about a business relationship right now when we talk about a, a Wells Fargo or any other corporation. And, you know, they've made great strides to try to right, you know, the wrongs that were obviously put out in the media. Um, it's up for debate for those who have the proper context to think about, you know, if they feel like the proper actions were taken or not. You know, I remain a customer. Uh, it's convenient for me. Maybe you pay more attention, but you maybe you remain a customer. What I would say is that from a personal standpoint, one of the things that both you and Dr. Uh, Loving have brought up is that that scope is a lot different when it's personal. It's on the home front. is on your home turf. You can reach out and touch someone, so to speak. More emotional. Like, uh, like my Oh yeah, is much more emotional. So what what occurs is actions are taken against other individuals that you can't take against corporations. I mean, let's let's face it. If um, if a a bank screwed over a rival gang, they they can't just go in and shoot the place up and do whatever. They just can't. They could, but they probably won't if they have any level of. Uh, you know, operational intelligence or what have you, and you're just putting yourself in a bad situation. But if you know the police don't investigate certain areas like they do others, then you're gonna do your business in those areas and you're probably probably pretty safe. But that goes that goes to greater issues or what have you. 
But when you think about branding, branding can be both positive or negative, and I think that's the biggest thing. In that line of work, if you want to call it that, what would you expect the response to be? We're going to have a casual sit-down, and we're going to discuss how we can amicably come up with some terms. No, that's not how that line of business works. You know, it just doesn't work that way. And whether it's spoken or unspoken, like Dr. Loving said earlier, a lot of people come into this very early on in life. They don't really know what they're signing up for. They think they know. Maybe they think they know, but they don't really know. Because a bullet, um, growing up, my grandmother used to tell me a bullet has nobody's name on it. And, I mean, she was serious and adamant about that. The older I get, the more I realize that as soon as I see some foolishness happening, I'm out. I leave. Because the natural default in this day and time is to just shoot the place up. Nobody's going to, uh, nobody's going to take an L, so to speak. We're not going to fight. You're not going to get the best of me and be able to go home. If you win the fight, you still might lose your life. So, you know, we live in we live in different times. So the brand that some of these people are presenting is one that directly coincides with the uh, roles that they've taken on in the community. Your brand should be one that coincides with the role that you aspire to take on in your corporate life as well as your community. And again, be that good or bad, what people say about you when you're not in the room is important because I think we all know um, people where we're from that have done things that, you know, we probably can't discuss on this call. But you know if you don't give said person their money, what's going to happen? And that's a brand. That's talked about when they're not in the room by several people. And I think it's, it's no different then when folks are, are, are thinking about what you want people to say when they're not in the room in terms of getting the opportunity to do something or not, that's very definitive. People make life-changing decisions on word of mouth relative to what someone says about you when you're not in the room. You bring up you, that's that, powerful. That, the point that you bring up about you know people, what they say about you when you're not in the room, I don't want to be glossed over and overlooked because that is really, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really key uh, as far as branding goes, because, you know, we can, we can take certain examples from entertainment where people have a certain brand and right. you don't dare speak down or negatively of that brand and other people's presence who aren't necessarily even affiliated with that brand. Correct. Because they just know what that brand is about. And they know that if you say something negative, it's like, no, that is not what that brand is about. And, I, you know, I don't. I just don't want that point to be lost. Is once you've got that brand established, the power that that brand holds. Like brands hold a lot of power. There are brands out there, co companies, people, entertainers that you can't say anything negative about them because people wouldn't dare believe you just based on the sole fact of how powerful their image and their brand is. And we all know. Well, well, how about how how about this? Not even. Not even how powerful, well, yes, how powerful, but here's the reason why you can't say anything about them. Who else do they own? So now we're talking about the partnerships and their power circle, right? So think about Procter & Gamble. Hey, I'm never going to use Procter & Gamble again. Good luck. 
good luck. Right. Try not using them. Do you know who all they are? Yes. But, I'm not going to use craft. But but AJ good brings, luck. Up, brings up a very good point about certain uh, brands and the power they bring just by the Hey, say something. Hey, baddest one say something about Beyonce right now. Who <laughs> 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 Who ready to talk? Who ready to take on the beehive? And, Sub, and subcon- subconsciously, that you know, you know, and that, like I said, we all know say it. various right. brands who you dare not speak negative of it yeah. because you best the, not. Yeah. There are people that's just gonna back it up, mm-hmm. and even the brands that are going through turmoil when Gucci, you know, go went through that goes through their thing which they're going through now. There are people who are gonna be adamant about like I'm not gonna stop wearing Gucci. Gucci ain't did nothing right. to me. I'm not offended. Yeah. So you got a group of people that will, you know, they will continue on. Same with Prada and every other, you know, TV. brand. You know, there there are people who are just gonna be like, TV. I'm gonna do it. I'm I'm you know I support this brand, the brand that is MAGA. It's a brand whether people want to acknowledge it or not. MAGA is a brand, yeah. and there are people who wholeheartedly and dieheartedly support and promote the brand. There are others who are adamantly against the brand, and that's the thing. I, I definitely want to be able to make that distinction. That, you know, you can create a negative brand, but it won't be yeah. negative to everybody. The KKK right. is a brand, you know. Oh, the Hell's Angels is a brand, and you know, Killer Mike had a, a very pertinent episode of his of his uh, Netflix <laughs> series, and the, and that showed really the power and the image of branding, where he had the Crips and the Bloods and tried to legitimize them. And it was an uphill battle, and he, you know, he constantly brought up the point. It's like when people think of Hell's Angels, you know, you get T-shirts and things of that of that made, not not really, you know, what I'm saying, acknowledging the fact that they are a violent motorcycle gang, and in 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 a lot of cases, there's evidence of them being violent, and you know, causing brawls and shootouts and things of that. But you can still walk into Walmart and buy a shirt with their logo on it. They are an actual. Incorporated, incorporated organization. Co- correct, but that now, now see, that's where we go back to what we spoke about in the show. Now we're talking about marketing. How do you market that brand, positive or negative? How do you market it? And also, you know, who's your target audience? Because that determines whether that's perceived as positive or negative. So, uh, Hell's Angels, KKK, whomever. If my target audience is black men 18 to uh, 35, I'm probably not going to sell many KKK shirts. But if my target audience is anyone who uh, predates Jim Crow, I may have a pretty good opportunity to sell some shirts, especially if we're talking about the rural South, you know? So, you know, understanding your audience is key. So Mm. what you just said earlier is spot on. Some brands that are negative to some are, are just not going to be to others because it is a uh, it's a breath of fresh air, so to speak, for them for the day and time in which they live. When and we and we can, say whatever we can they want to say, we can even bring it into more palatable terms because, of course, you know, KKK and MAGA is very extreme, especially in this time, as mm-hmm. always been, because they are extreme. They're terrorist organizations. 
Um, I'll say that, and I'll take I'll take the fall for it. If anybody doesn't agree with me, I don't care. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's, me, that's me. That's me being authentic and on brand for myself. But we can take brand. You know, we can take we can take the brands of you know MMA, which some people look at MMA, you know UFC and different MMA leagues, and uh-huh. say that is brutal and violent and animalistic. Yeah, yeah, and then you, you got some people that's like, yo, this is she, people do this it in the art. streets on YouTube, so it's fighting. You know, and then and then well, you look at like Doctor Doctor Loving is trained in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and then when you're talking about MMA, is mixed martial arts. So there are people who are black belts in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, uh, Tai Chi, and Tai Mui and Muay Thai, and all these other things that people don't even know nothing about. I don't know. One of them, one of them might look. One of them might have been a food. Hey, dish, so I was gonna say, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna let you know that you know, among some of the toughest people, like in in terms of their ability to fight, that you will ever encounter, you will also encounter these same people who are very gentle, who are who are well spoken or soft spoken, extraordinarily extraordinarily business oriented, very nice folks that you would know and this is a public service announcement to some folks that might cut the fool out there that you would know could oh, put man. you could put you in at the top of the list for people in the emergency room. Like if they bring you to the emergency room they're going to take your ass right in to the front. But the, the, the beauty of they, the point is they're going to take you past the people who <laughs> shot and everything. They're going to twist your ass up so bad the doctors you, are going to come from down, upstairs down to the emergency room and say, we ain't never seen no shit like this ever. <laughs> but Dr. Lovett, you allude to a very to a very big underlying point. Oh, yeah. is the is there are certain principles that are a part of people's brands and their authenticity and their image. And one of the underlying, one of the underlying, you know, points and pillars that are across the board with mixed martial arts and all of the martial arts is discipline. And that's an underlying principle. It's like that you spend, you, you allude to that point where it's like, that's something that's, you know, unless you're in it, you really don't understand. Cause a lot of people look at it like, Oh, you know, karate and jujitsu. And it's like, Oh, you just know how to fight. And it's like, no, one of the main principles in all of those things is discipline. Yeah. So that's one of those things where it's like, there are, there are aspects of brands and images that everybody's not going to necessarily see or yeah. know, but as you being the, 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 the controller of your narrative and the controller of your image and your brand, you know, rule one of this brand and this image is let's have some discipline across the board. And oh, then absolutely. people that support your brand also know it's like, okay, no, 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 no. You're not going to, you're not going to deem these people as this and this because they, they, they practice this because their number one thing is discipline and things of that nature. Like me, I'm not trained in none of it, but I know for a fact that discipline is very heavily taught and is a very heavy influence in the culture. Absolutely. Well, if, you and remember, I, if you remember earlier in a in a previous episode, in an after show, Doctor Loving talked about the fact that if you really want this, ass. if you if you really <laughs> want this, I'm going to give you every opportunity. Several games. Uh, several games. Speak amic- Right. He said, "I'm going to give you several opportunities to speak wisely and amicably about this." But after I've given you all the gin that I can give you, I'm going to have to whoop your ass. And the manner in which he said it was very focused and disciplined in itself. 
because I have never heard someone put those words together. He said, and I repeat, after I have given you all the gin that I can give you. And culturally, <laughs> culturally, people, we must, we must, we must bring you into the fold of knowing. Again, is one more. Again, no more. Those are the only two right. options of gins you got. You got one more gin, and you no ain't more. got no more gins. And that is, uh, oh, you know, man. if we want to, if we want to put it into the the terms of how you know what it actually you know is derived from, it is. Tell you what, Arthur. Tell you, you what, have I'll one you more better. time. You have one more opportunity, right. one more chance, one more opportune moment to do whatever it is that you're doing that I am not approving of, and then I will and commit to doing what I need to do. Or, in corporate terms, we're, we're saying this, per my previous email, <laughs> while clapping your hands, per my previous email, as stated below, Please this is when you insert the last email you sent someone, and in this bold would be, letters. Yes, the ass whooping would be the equivocation of copying the entire department, Okay. <laughs> So, Doctor Levin, you can go ahead and take it from there. No, no I, you know, my, when when I say that it can be a matter of life and death, I'm just saying that you know, people, um, the 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 most nice looking people can also be some of the most <laughs> dangerous folks that you might come across. And you know, when we talk about sending images that are consistent with your abilities, there are a lot of folks. <laughs> that talk a lot of trash and have mm. never, never fought anyone, mm. never been trained in any martial art, but they feel big or they feel tough for, for some reason. I don't know what gives them this confidence, but they talk around folks and you'll find a lot of times that the person they're talking to is very silent and, and uh, they're contemplating. And you as a person, if you find yourself making a whole lot of dramatic movements and loud sounds uh, to show to show people, you know, that you know how to fight, because you've seen this. I saw this on National Geographic. You make yourself look big and and you make raw loud sounds and all that. And, you know, in the animal kingdom, typically that will correspond with your ability to to fight and bring some sort of lethal um, ability after that. I will also inform you that there are a lot of people who's, who will, um, in response to those things, just be quiet and watch you do all these demonstrations and then break you in half. And so you want to make sure that, you know, you know, it doesn't always take all that. If you can diffuse a situation, and this is in business, this is in life in general, man. If you can diffuse a situation that would be volatile otherwise, man, diffuse away. You do not want your image and your branding to be consistent with the person who always takes a molehill and makes it to a mountain, or takes a small deal and then you know, always oh, a little bit. It's a little, it's a candle, but you're the person who comes with the gasoline. It's fun sometimes for other people, uh, other people to watch from time to time, but in terms of being productive and getting business done, it's something that everybody almost universally looks at as, ugh, it gets on my nerves. And you'll have these people, sometimes they stick around in companies where 
they feel like it's their job to be the person that's the crap starter. You know, that's the, the you know, oh, I, if she won't say it, then I will. And and then you are the person who's always saying the stuff. And everything's cool until there's a downturn and there needs to be layoffs. And then people start to say, well, who do we who do we need to who do we lay off? And the first name that comes in into everybody's mind is the one individual that's cussed everybody out at least once, and it's you, because you you are the person. I keep it real. So you <laughs> you have already you, cussed you, you everyone out rah, rah, at rah, least like once, and so all those people were like, well, I'm not. I'm fine with him leaving, you know. And so, yeah, if it's if it's if it's authentic to you and this is what you do and that's your business, then maybe you consider coming up with a business where you have to uh, be a consultant to let folks go when you do your own thing. But if you are talking about working with a company and being with people where they want you to be a member of a team, understand that you're going to be the least desirable member of the team if you're going to be the, the crap starter all the time. You know, that's, I'll that's up, just what I'll bring it up is, this point man. Because we've all, we've all, you know, We've grown up in in our in our respective places, and I'm pretty sure we've all seen a fight break out in various venues, whether it be school, uh, a party, a club, or you know anywhere. We've seen a fight break out, and as soon as the fight is over with, the thing that people will notice, and we can all agree to this, is that the crowd leaves. Once the fight is over, the crowd leaves. Even if you go to a professional fighting match, you go to a boxing match. As soon as the bell, as soon as the final bell and the announcement is made, people will walk out. Basketball games, football games, sporting events. If you if you get your ass whooped, people will leave. Anybody staying around for that? And then if it, you know if it's a close match, once it's done, people are gone. So bringing the rah rah, you know what I'm saying, coming with the with the boisterousness, like like Doctor like Doctor AJ said, is you know is is pointless in in most cases. Is is not useful at all because people are gonna leave. Cause a lot of people just won't stand for it. They're like, you know what? I ain't, I, I ain't come for all of that. I'm let me be out. I'm not even here for all of that. Yeah. I don't want no parts of it. It's, it ain't. It, it's not beneficial. Let me just leave now. You seen it in the club? They'll cut the lights on when they see somebody arguing. You ain't even got the swing yet. They'll cut the lights on just to stop the fight before it yeah. even starts. Listen, I'm 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 getting out of there, man. Like I'm just at a I'm at a I'm at a point in my life. I was out um I was out last time I was on travel with uh with uh some of my, my brothers and uh we went out having a nice night, we're sitting down, minding our own business, great conversation, just having some drinks, listening to the music. Fight broke out. Man, I'm enjoying the conversation so much I don't even know a fight is broke out. I'm just standing there minding my own business and then a drink is in my face. Now, anybody who's not had a glass of uh, very strong alcohol thrown in your face, your reaction is not necessarily the greatest reaction in the world, and you can't necessarily coach yourself on that. So my immediate response was, somebody has to get this work, like, right now. You turned into the, you turned into the reporter have, with the fly in his mouth. The, I turned into the reporter with the, what the? Somebody yeah, got to get me the fuck up out of here. <laughs> well, okay. You said it, not me. But the thing was, I have good people with me who know, listen, this ain't a part of your brand, dude. Like, you're a husband, you're a father, you're a, a leader of several organizations, you have this corporate thing you got going. 
is really uh, uh, accidental. In this case, glass of alcohol in your face is really worth you sacrificing all of that. Because we talked about this earlier. The culture of today is, I'm going to shoot you. Now, I'm on travel. I mean, and I don't know about you, but I don't go across state lines <laughs> with uh, with firearms. I mean, I'm barely able to drive across state lines comfortably by virtue of certain <laughs> things otherwise. But so my friends, great friends, they quickly reminded me, hey, listen, man. What's up? Like, so you run down on this guy, and what happens after that? We all walk outside waiting for Uber. Ain't even worth it. It's not worth it. But that's what you need. You need. You need again. You go. It ties back to everything we've talked about. You have to have the proper people around you. And so that brand accountability. Gonna, if, exactly. If you're going to jeopardize your brand, you have to have the people around you that's going to say, "Hey, this ain't consistent with what we're trying to do." No, I was just saying most because you got people that gotta be like you said, like those that that's that time where you're in the room but you're not necessarily mm-hmm. present. Because some right. outside you, distraction is taking over you and you you know you, you you're not it. you're not yourself. But there are other people right. who know your brand that say, Hey, let me step in real quick. What are you doing? Yo, that's yeah. not your I brand. Mean, so so you're gonna go one on one on eight right now. What's that gonna right. look like for you? Like, no. And now we all got to jump in and listen, man, again. They've, eva- they've evaluated days, this situation as like, look, on, man. this is not worth you it gotta go to work. on any front. This is not worth Come it on, on You got to go front. to work tomorrow. Let me ask you a question. Given the opportunity, don't ask Dr. Levin because he may in- indulge in this. <laughs> Given the opportunity, do you really want to find yourself rolling around on the ground at 1.30 in the morning with some other fool who only wants to prove some foolishness about, you know, him not taking no BS at the nightclub that you probably should already been at home anyway. So again, I have to go to work, you know, two days from now. Do I really want to be sore when I get home from rolling around with you? And I can't say what you have to lose or not, but I know what I have at stake. And I think that's what people have to realize. Like, what do you have at stake? Forget the, forget the other person. Like, yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I could take him, I could do this, I could do that, or I could take her. Like Dr. Lovin said, I'm going to give you every opportunity to resolve this in the most peaceful manner. Every opportunity, because I would prefer we all go home the same way we came. Well, let, let, let me just say, in, in my defense, I do not want to roll around with anybody. <laughs> And, you know, outside of uh, you know the the same okay. courses no, where that's I'm nice, that's a nice way of saying teaching. I don't want to kick your ass, but if forced to, I will thrash you. Yeah, well, I mean, now yeah. if we get if we get to the point where I've decided that man, it doesn't matter <laughs> how it looks to the you know uh, um, um, University of North Texas at Dallas, and it doesn't uh, matter how it <laughs> looks to my, place cor- to get to my corporate partners, and I, I, I've gone to the place where it's like, well, now it's life or death, and it doesn't matter what yeah. anybody else thinks. Now we have to, now we got to tussle. I'm probably survival. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm less likely to be um, kind about the types of the the types of techniques that I will employ and the things that I'm gonna do <laughs> to try to you know stop the situation. I may be 
feeling like, oh, let's do some real harmful shit. If I got to lose my, you know, if I might lose a large portion of my income, then let me try some shit. Let me go ahead and see how many limbs I can break on one individual at once. And just, it's not what, it's not my, it's not how I started the evening. But this was not the plan. This was not the plan for the brand. If this is where we ended up, shit, let's make it a nice news story then. It'd be like it'd be, it'd be like it's a damn shame what Doctor Lovin did to that boy at that club. That don't make no sense. So my my goal is to never have a story like that. If I can talk you down, man, I'm talking you down. If I can make, I'll buy you a drink. I'll buy you a drink before I throw a drink at you. I'll buy everybody drinks. I'm trying to do everything I can. If we get to the place where we actually throwing hands, now we we in a lot of trouble. And I say we because physically you probably in trouble statistically, and then I'm in trouble with the judicial system because now I got to look a certain way. Now I got a whole new image issue. I got a whole right. new branding that I got to do. I got to make myself look innocent and like older, grow out and stop using the just for men. I got to look old <laughs> and frail and scared. You know what I'm saying? I did what I had to do. I'm trying to survive. And that's what that is. It's on. Look, man, if you, if you look at what animals do in, in the wild, you know, you have porcupines that have spines on their backs to protect them. You have chameleons that can blend into a certain environment. Every organism adapts to its environment to do what it needs to do to survive, including human beings. Okay, we're organisms just like every other organism out there. And we have these um, probably more nuanced um in um, environments in terms of how we interact with one another socially and comparison to other um, organisms. But at the end of the day, we all want to survive. So you get to the point where you feel like it is life or death, you are going to see behavior that's not as consistent with <laughs> You know, just beautiful imagery. Yeah, you'll see that first thing, it puffs up its chest, it hisses, but the next thing is the bite, the strike, like with anything, it's the, you know, if it's the, if you dealing with the, with the ape, they snatching off the testicles and biting off your face. All these right. are the things right. that are going to happen. All right. What? All right. I'm just letting you know. These are, All right. Don't All right. fight. <laughs> Do you want to fight an orangutan or not? Hey. <laughs> Doctor Lovett, hey, Doctor Lovett has obviously been, been right. heavy into the uh, he was the, the about Planet Earth series and top ten deadliest Jeez. animals in the wild. <laughs> oh my god! Look, man, this, this is the after show, right? We did make it past this. This is good. Oh yeah, right. I'm eating chicken. I'm eating chicken right now, and I'm just visualizing everything you're saying because you out here like. I'm, I'm trying not to visualize any of that. Doctor Love is basically letting you know when it well, comes. Well, first that. and foremost, I I feel extremely comfortable now walking in mean streets of whatever city I'm walking through. What? Um, <laughs> whatever hours we're closing things out. The mean streets of where we go. The, the mean streets of Beverly Hills. Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> like where we where we go? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you ever uh, you ever had a, a a walk back from from the uh, from the office to the Westin 
at like hey. one o'clock in the morning, man. We've had several hey. several employees who have um fallen victim to that that walk. So, you know, I'm just saying, if if you're looking for an opportunity to explore any of the Planet of the Apes Apes <laughs> tactics that you speak of, I have a route that's guaranteed to give you the opportunity to do such, but I would not suggest it. But see, the thing is, knowing and being true to your brand, knowing it's like, that's one of the things where I'm not going to put myself in that situation. Right. And that's, and that's, that's the thing. Yes, I'm, yes, ahead, I'm really eating chicken. Yeah, you heard me. I'm eating chicken. Why? This is it's, it's the after show, isn't it? The after show got chicken and cognacs. Of this is wow. This this well, is got not to mention this. It's got this real. may have been the most profanity laced after show. I did. I was trying to do well, but I didn't. Though. <laughs> Tell you guys what. It's, you were all, you were it's all time. Well, it's well, time it, it, to uh. It's time to reel things in it's and close problem, it out. Uh, it's the problem of having the suits and the nice the nice shirts and, and speaking well and doing what you're supposed to do because people get, you know, the, the wrong idea based off the, the idea that I'm actually presenting, <laughs> that I am a nice, competent individual. <laughs> and then somehow you get it twisted in your mind like, hey, this dude, I could just go on here and just kick this dude in the, in the back and it'll be funny to everybody involved. No, it won't. <laughs> it's not... It's not it, Hilarity will not ensue, dude. That's oh, going to be a bad situation for everybody you don't, involved. You don't really, that person does not truly know the inner workings of your brand. And well, that's the thing is that sometimes you just see what you've seen from the outside and it just looks, it looks a lot simpler and sweeter than it is. There are a lot of folks, I tell anybody, you hear a whole bunch of folks calling an old drunk dude champ. Don't mess with that old dude. I've seen this video before. He got on the red He out there kicking it somewhere in front of a liquor store. And they're like, oh, no, don't say nothing to him, champ. It's all right, man. The young dude keeps starting to smack. And the next thing you know, kapow, he's on the ground. One hit a quitter. Yes, because he's champ. And he's been fighting people for a long time. He's been knocking folks out since the Jim Crow era. He got in trouble one time. Oh, my God. He knocked somebody into a white oh water fountain, and he was black. <laughs> he knocked into the water fountain, was, was black. He got in trouble because he knocked him into the water fountain. That's how trouble, <laughs> our racial past is. I'm oh, just, my God. Just let yeah. you know. So, hey, with that being said, with that being yeah. said, hey. Right. Right. Too late. Hey. This right. Is, hey. <laughs> right. What's going he on? Said, he said he knocked him into a, he knocked him into a white only water fountain. I don't know that it happened, but I know that it's true. I'm pretty oh, sure. Man. Hey, did you just say? I'm, you, I'm pretty sure somebody got in trouble for knocking somebody. He said he oh, knocked him man. into a white only water fountain. <laughs> he was black. <laughs> oh, with that being said. We definitely want to thank everybody for tuning to the after show. Really? Well, yeah. as you can definitely see, what? you know, this is where we have fun, and we just, you know, we we carry on the topic. And as always, wow. cultural relevancy always prevails. You know, everybody might not understand <laughs> champ that stands outside the liquor store. Everybody don't know. Everybody don't know a champ. <laughs> 
I can I can speak for all three of us. All three of us know a champ <laughs> that posts up at the local watering hole. His name was Trouble where I'm from. Hey, hey, there's variations. <laughs> there's variations. Trouble, was champ, trouble. buddy, <laughs> right. killer, <laughs> yeah. the duke, you know, he said, hey, chief. He been had hands. <laughs> Chief, <laughs> he got on. He got on fake gators right now, waiting on oh. somebody. Waiting on hey. somebody to step the wrong. Wait, wait. Hey. And, a, and a leisure suit. They fake man. They got they got the the you know the stitching is coming out and everything. It's, they plastic as nah, it gets, but they it's those they, sandals hey. that your uncle barbecue in, man. Hey, Doctor Levin, hey, look, you ever look, see those? Doctor Levin saw that dude today. Oh yeah, <laughs> you see him all the time. This memory is vivid. You saw that dude today, like hey. when, look. No matter of fact, I look. I just put two and two together. You saw him today when you went and picked up that bottle of uh, what you call it, the cotton, the, <laughs> the decote, decote. You the saw champ. Today, when you went to pick up the deco day, I, I, I promise you, man, there's champs all around you waiting to, <laughs> waiting to knock your ass out of hey, hey, with that, look, with that being said, look, with that being said, the final thought for the night is there are champs all around you, and they will knock your ass out. So listen. Stay authentic to your brand, man. Don't get off brand because there's a champ right by you somewhere that will knock your ass out. Don't get out. Don't get out. Don't get off brand, man. Wow. Don't get out here, you know, with the rah rah thinking that you're somebody that you're not to somebody that you think is not because they will definitely prove to you that they are and they deserve what they are. They've earned what they are, which in this case is champ. <laughs> Hey, mm. we appreciate everybody mm. following yeah, us on our Instagram at Bridgeren Pod. That's B R E A D R E N P O D on Instagram. You can listen to us on Anchor, Google, and iTunes, and more platforms to come. Follow all of us, each of us, on our respective websites www.mmbbgw.com, destrianwellsconsulting.com, and ajamuloving.com. And as usual, we love you all and we appreciate your feedback and your listenership. Good night.